0: Welcome to the Infinite Capacity Podcast. I'm your host, Andrea Morton, of Think to Thrive Coaching, where I specialize in helping moms in midlife build self-confidence and courage to reach their full potential in wellness, relationships, and career goals. I am here to make you think hard, inspire you, and teach you how to discover and grow your own infinite capacity. Now, let's get started with this week's podcast. Hey everybody, how are you doing today? I've got to say, I feel pretty darn lucky to be recording this episode from Southern California today. So much of our country, including lots and lots of my dear and loved friends, have had pretty rough weather this past week, including massive amounts of snow and sleet and rain. Right now, I'm looking out on the beautiful Pacific Ocean in the late afternoon on a sunny day, and I don't take that for granted. It's such a gift. Wherever you're listening to this from, though, whether you're busy working out or cooking dinner or driving in your car or even shoveling snow, thank you so much for joining me today. I'm really happy that you're here. About an hour ago, I was swimming outdoors with my daughter, and as I jumped into the pool to do my laps, I psyched myself up for that first moment when my body gets fully immersed in the cold, cold water. Historically, this is the toughest part of the entire swim for me because it can feel kind of jarring. And all my clients and my friends and family know that I typically tell myself, okay, (laughs) after this moment, the whole day is going to get easier in order to psych myself up for that burst of bracing cold. And usually I gasp inadvertently or even yelp a little bit inside of my head as I fully submerge. Today, though, I was surprised to recognize that there was no gasp. There was no internal yelp. My body acclimated to the water instantly as though it was the most natural thing in the world. And I thought, wow, I've come a long way. And it wasn't just the fact that the cold water is no longer so tough to take. The person that I am today is visibly different than the person that I was just last August when I first decided to look into finding an outdoor swimming pool that we could join as a family, or the person I was in September when we actually signed up to join this particular outdoor pool. So let's get a few things straight. I have the same name. (laughs) I am still Andrea Morton. I live in the same house, I have the same family, I have the same wonderful job as a life coach and the same friends and family that I love. Many things in my life have not changed much. In fact, we are still in a COVID quarantine. Some of them have not changed at all. But here are some of the ways in which I am now a totally different person than I was six months ago. I am now consistent with exercise. I go every single day, rain or shine, wind or hail, even when I'm exhausted, even and especially when I don't want to. I am so proud of that consistency. I'm also really proud of the body that I'm creating, and after nearly six months, I can at last see a clear and obvious difference. I've become a lot more tan for starters, and I should definitely use more sunscreen because I'm now outdoors in a bathing suit for a minimum of one hour every day. But more importantly, I'm growing muscular and more fit. My legs are visibly more toned. My brain is invisibly but definitely more disciplined. When I say that I'm going to do something, I now believe it. I am also starting to identify for the first time since my 20s as an athlete. I'm an athletic person. Go figure. I get agitated, in fact, when somebody even suggests that I skip a day. I'm more balanced. I'm more calm consistently. And best of all, as a coach that works with a lot of women, a lot of women with goals, I am becoming really confident that I do understand the mental and physical processes that are necessary to develop and permanently maintain a new habit. So who is this consistent, proud, toned, disciplined, balanced, athletic version of me? Who is this woman? Well, she is the future me of the Andrea that I was last August. I'm going to say that again, just so it makes sense. It's kind of a convoluted sentence, but listen. She is the future me of the Andrea that I was last August. Except back in August 2020, I had no idea that this is where I would be in February. This woman I've described to you, she's almost a side effect, really. This is not what I envisioned or anticipated back when I made the decision to exercise daily. I made the choice to do all of this exercise because I had a goal, and I still have it, actually. My goal is to protect my brain from neurological damage or decay. After losing both my father and then my brother to terrible, severe neurological conditions, it's a top priority for me to action this goal. I want to be able to walk and talk and sing and run and dance in my mid-60s, which my brother could not do before he passed away. He was in a wheelchair before he died of multiple system atrophy at age 64. I want to know my grandchildren. I want to have long and interesting talks with my children and my grandkids when I'm in my 80s. I want to have them over for dinner and invite my grandkids to have slumber parties. And I want to be there for them and part of their lives. And I want to really know them, which my own father could not do with my kids because he died of Alzheimer's at the age of 83 when my boys were really tiny. So I do have a why. And it is a powerful why for me. But nowhere on my list back in August were all of those other qualities. Consistent, proud, toned, disciplined, balanced, athletic, a role model for my daughter. None of those were on the original list. Back in August, when I tried looking into my future, I didn't see this coming. My goal was to put some self coins into the brain bank so that in 20 or 40 years, I will still have a working noggin. <laughs> and I wanted to benefit from some of those awesome endorphins that come from working out because I knew about those. I did not foresee though that I would become a different person along the way, but it happened and it can happen for you too. This is probably the point at the podcast where you may shake your head in your car or at your sink if you're doing dishes and say, ah, well, that's all well and good for you, Andrea. You're more fill in the blank, whatever it is that you think I am. But that kind of thing would never work for me. And then maybe you could give me a bunch of reasons or evidence for why you're too spontaneous to be disciplined or why that particular kind of exercise can't work for you in your body. Or maybe you'll tell me you're too busy or you're working too hard or you never have enough time or something like that. And maybe you'll even tell me some stories about things that you've tried in the past that didn't work. Or maybe you're confident that you could do it, but you're smacking up against fear inside your brain. And the fear says, in kind of a nasty voice, that goal is too big. It's too scary. Let's be real. You're never actually going to make that happen. We call that kind of negative self-talk in my industry, uh, negative (laughs) self-talk. Even though you might think that you're just being honest with yourself or just telling it like it is. Well, I coach moms in midlife on growing their self-confidence and overcoming that kind of negative self-talk and all of their feelings of overwhelm or being stuck so that they can take action on their goals. And usually they come to me to work on one of three different types of goals. So let me tell you what those are. First, we have relationships. So a lot of moms come to work with me about their relationship with their life partner. Or maybe they don't have a life partner and they'd like one. They come to work with me on their relationship with their kids, maybe especially their teens or any child that's having an emotional upheaval. They come to work with me on relationships with their work colleagues or their boss or their friends or even sometimes their extended family members. So that's relationships. The second kind of goal that people typically work with me around is making some sort of a career transition, like maybe discovering what they actually love, creating an action plan, and then working hard to build that expanded or new career that they're going to feel great about doing for the whole next chapter of their life. Or lastly, a lot of moms come to work with me around wellness. That can include mindset work, healthy nutrition, weight loss, emotional balance, Wellness is a big thing for moms between the ages of 35 and 55. So before she comes to see me, a mom usually actually knows what her goal is. She knows what she wants. Her goal may be that she wants to create a better relationship with her teenager. She wants to meet a new life partner, as we discussed. Or maybe she wants to improve a long-term relationship with her own partner and make it even more amazing than it's been. Maybe she wants to start a company or apply for a leadership job in her current company, or maybe she just wants to lose 15 pounds so she can fit back into her favorite pair of jeans before her birthday. The mom that comes to see me usually knows her why, so she knows what she wants and she knows her why. Maybe her why is so that she will feel more connected and more alive, more fulfilled or successful or more vibrant and healthy. She knows who she wants her future me to be, but she doesn't know how to get there. And let's be honest, she is also a little bit scared. I know I certainly was. She's scared that if she puts herself out there to try, she may fail. And if she fails, she may feel ashamed or embarrassed or humiliated. She may fail in front of her kids or her partner or her ex-partner or in front of her friends or colleagues. And perhaps worst of all, she's worried that she may have failed in front of herself and she wonders if that would make her lose all of the confidence that she's got left. So it can feel really big and intimidating to try. In fact, sitting on the couch and doing nothing feels a lot more appealing to her in the moment because the couch, let's talk about the couch, it's so cozy, it's so comfortable, it's so safe. From the couch, this mom can't get hurt. She can't let herself or anyone else down. Except, can you see it the way I see it? She's already letting herself and even possibly other people down. Because from the couch, this mom will never find the bridge to the future me that she most wants to be. That woman of the future, the one who has a great relationship with her teenager or who has a hot new relationship with an amazing new partner, or a great relationship with her current partner, that woman who owns her own business or fits in her favorite jeans, well, she did not get there by sitting on the couch. Future me, the future her, she got there by acknowledging her fear and doing small things to move forward every single day anyway. She got there by taking risks and trying She got there by keeping track of what worked and what did not work. She got there by failing and not making that failure mean that she couldn't do it. She got there by getting coached or by self-coaching herself. She got there with consistency and accountability. She got there with a clear mindset. Not to mention the mom on the couch, she won't even get to discover all of those incidental side effects of her journey either like getting fit or making new friends or beginning to believe in herself and show up for herself on the daily like it's just a habit. Today, I'm going to give you some homework. I'm going to ask you to think about your future me. What is the goal that you have that you'll it will take you there on your path to meet her? And to help you out, I'm going to give you the very first step. I'm going to share with you one key idea to get you started toward meeting your future me. So let's go into the exercise. What is something that you know how to do today? And it comes very easily for you right now, but which once seemed really big and important and maybe even hard back in the day before you understood how to do it. Like driving, for example, or maybe going to a party or out to dinner all by yourself or raising a child. If you had to rate the fear factor of doing one of those things today, how scary are they for you right now? How scared are you literally to drive to the grocery store today? As in, you gotta put the key in the ignition, start the car, drive to the nearest grocery store, and park. How much does that action stress or scare you? Is it a zero? Is it a one? Yet, there was a time back when you were maybe 15 years old when driving may have seemed amazingly important to you, like a key to your freedom, the gateway to adulthood, and something that a lot of your friends were doing and that you wondered if you could possibly do too. But before you got behind the wheel for that very first time, you may have been pretty intimidated or worried about what it would be like. And maybe when you started driving, you weren't even very good at it. For my 15 and a half year old son right now, the thought of driving makes him think about his future me. He really wants to get there. He visualizes himself successfully driving. He doesn't know how to do it yet, so it seems a little bit out of his comfort zone, He's not quite sure where to start, but all of his friends are doing it so he knows his why. He really wants to keep up with them. He wants to be more independent, but it still feels hard to him. He's still more comfortable on the couch. But for you and me right now, decades later, after driving for 30 years or more, it feels like nothing, right? Easy peasy. We do it every day. We could probably do it in our sleep. Well, that's a joke. Please do not drive if you're sleepy, but still, it's easy now. Guess what? Your future me feels exactly the same way about the things that you're scared of and are not sure you're ready to try right now. Those things are easy peasy for her. For your future me, she feels totally relaxed about hanging out and chatting with her teenager and connecting with him or her because she has already worked through that relationship, all the highs and all the lows, and she knows now how to connect and speak with her kid with ease. Or... For the future me who's got that new romantic partner, or maybe of just a much better relationship with her current romantic partner, she's already gone through that process of working through and, and really solidifying that relationship. So getting ready for a romantic date doesn't feel stressful or scary now, it just feels like fun. She's completely at ease. Same with her business, and same with her weight and her overall health. Whatever the goal is for your future me, She knows the steps that are necessary to get there. For her, it's no big deal. She's done it. She figured it out. And if she had to, she could do it again. And there are those side effects that she discovered during her own process. She has discovered things about herself. And when I say herself, I mean you. She's figured out things about you that you can't even know or even guess right now because all of those little discoveries were part of the journey. Now here is the biggest and best surprise of this podcast. The fastest way to get there and become your future me is to put yourself into the emotions that you imagine she's gonna be feeling in the future. What do you think? Relaxed, prepared, at ease, comfortable, excited? The brain bender that I have to offer you is that all of this is available to you right now. You can be in total alignment with your future self. You can move right into her bright future one day and one step at a time. In fact, the more aligned you are with her emotions right now, the quicker you're going to get to that future. So start out with a simple meditation. Meditate on the you of your future that phenomenal future you. Figure out what's she feeling. Think about your goal. Think about your why and the path that you want to walk to get forward. And then start bringing her to life. You can do this. I know you can. Let's face it. If I... And anyone who knows me is laughing right now. If I can become an athlete who flies on airplanes at the drop of a hat because I want to, anything in this world is seriously possible. I am eager and excited to know how this discussion of fear and your future self sits with you. If you have questions, if you want more information about it or explanation as you work through all of it, please let me know. You know where to find me. And that's what I have for you today. If you enjoyed this episode, please consider leaving a review for the Infinite Capacity Podcast on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Do you have any thoughts or personal stories about today's topic? If so, please feel free to reach out to me by email at hello at thinktothrivecoaching.com or follow me on my Instagram, Facebook, or LinkedIn pages to share your ideas. If you like today's podcast, please pass it along to anyone that you think needs to hear it. The best way for this podcast to really help people is to spread it widely. I'm here every second and fourth Tuesday of the month with awesome new episodes. And if you're a mother that wants to create more self-confidence, courage, or wellness in your life, definitely go to thinktothrivecoaching.com to learn how you can work with me, Andrea Morton. That's all for now. Wishing you a great week.